Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Wadier. And I'm Tommy Welling, and you're listening to the Fasting for Life podcast. This podcast is about using fasting as a tool to regain your health, achieve ultimate wellness, and live the life you truly deserve. Each episode is a short conversation on a single topic with immediate actionable steps. We cover everything from fat loss and health and wellness to the science of lifestyle design. We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. before we hop into today's episode, wanted to let you know that the last seven-day fasting lifestyle challenge of 2022 is upon us. It is December 7th through the 13th. You can head to the show notes for more information. Click the link challenge.thefastingforlife.com forward slash registration. Yes, the last challenge of the year is here. The next challenge is not until February 1st of 2023. So if you've been thinking about it, now is the time. Don't miss out. You can not only get massive momentum in your weight loss and health journey starting 2023, but you can get results now. Strategically place this challenge right between Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays. So we hope to see you on the inside. Head to the show notes, click the link. And now to today's episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Wadier, and I'm here, as always, with my good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Good afternoon to you, sir. Happy hey. post-Thanksgiving. <laughs> we are in the holiday season officially. Happy holidays yeah. to you, sir. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas is right around the corner. How are right. you doing today? Right. I'm doing great. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. You got me on that intro, you know? It threw me a curveball right there. So yeah, yeah, doing great. And uh, I, I love this time of year and I, I love how it integrates with with the fasting lifestyle. But there, there's so many things that can come our way and so many things that we can we can like do better than we did in years past, right? Like, oh man, I, I just love this time of year now. I yeah, didn't so used to ex- feel that way. No, agreed. So that's, we're going to talk a little bit about that. That's why I started with the curveball of an introduction around the holidays. So Thanksgiving's in our rearview mirror. Christmas is right around the corner. We've got New Year's. Seems like Halloween was decades ago. Um, and the reality is, <laughs> is like you said, we can make a lot of great progress during this time of year, lose weight, feel good, stick to our goals, and not feel like we're completely missing out on everything. And that's what yep. we're going to talk about today and some conversations that we've been having in and outside of the VIP coaching group and the previous challenges and some of the feedback mm-hmm. that we've been getting on some of the trainings and lives and content that we've been putting out in the community yeah. group, et cetera. So there's a few threads that we want to go through today. First and foremost, welcome to all of the new listeners. If this is one of your first few episodes or first time you've come to listen, we truly appreciate you giving us a chance. If you want to learn more about our journey and how we ended up here, 150 plus episodes in, two and a half years strong, regaining our life through the tried and true art of fasting and how we turned fasting into a lifestyle, feel free to head back to episode zero, episode one. Learn more about who we are and why we do what we do. To all of you long-term listeners, we truly appreciate you continuing to be on this journey with us. If you feel inclined, please drop us a review. We, of course, prefer the five-star kind. Love them. Um, Love them. Love them, right? They are are a favorite. They tell the Facebook gods that we, uh, Facebook, excuse me, the podcast (laughs) gods that we are doing something right and providing value. Yeah, the different gods. They probably talk. Who knows? I don't even want to talk about that. But it just tells... Whoever's in control of all the stuff behind the scenes yeah. that you can hear us live now whenever you press the play button, 
it shows that we're bringing some value to the community because there's a lot of podcasts out there. So we truly That's are true. grateful, especially this time of year, you know, with Thanksgiving just in the rearview mirror. We are grateful that you guys have chosen to join us and give us a shot. So sure. the holidays, what a slippery slope and kind of framework that we've been fed our entire life mm. around the holiday season. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. we've done episodes in the past. If you want to go back and check out some of the other episodes that are around how to manage the holidays, how to manage life events, how to manage special occasions mm -hmm. like this. We've done multiple podcast episodes on it, typically around this time of year, mm -hmm. because we want to give you some structure and some actionable things, as you heard in our intro with the catchy music, that we want to mm -hmm. give you an actionable thing that you can do today to continue on your fasting journey and building that fasting lifestyle. So yeah. we have been told, and one specific episode we went into the research on it, that, you know, oh, the holiday weight gain. Oh, the new year, new you, the new year's resolutions. Yeah. You're going to see it. You're going to see the weight loss testimonials, you know, being spewed all over the place, the before and after photos, the, mm -hmm. I lost 63 pounds on this program. And then in tiny little print, it says the average weight loss was 6.2 pounds. Results average, not typical. Yeah. Results not typical, right? <laughs> so we really want to be honest and truthful about what you can accomplish this time of year. So Tommy, I know you had mentioned this, and this is the starting point I want to, I want to launch with is. The difference between previous holidays and this holiday season, the potential that lies in there if you're new to fasting, or if this yeah. is the first time you're going into the holidays with the fasting mindset, mm. or if you're now going into the holiday season number two, mm. and you're yeah. comparing it to previous of how you would handle the holidays and the events and the Christmas parties and the gatherings and the, the additional opportunities for consumption and indulgence, right? You get to sit back and compare how this and for you guys that are that have been through it already, pre-fasting lifestyle to fasting lifestyle and how yeah. you manage your diet and weight loss and mindset is really powerful around this time of year. Yeah, there really is like a potential for a big shift right there. Because like thinking back, the newer you are, the more likely you are to be, you know, remembering strongly about um potentially counting calories, counting macros fitting fitting things within like a, a strict nutritional plan potentially things like that where that's really really hard if not kind of impossible to do if you have you know gatherings or celebrations and things like that it can kind of it can kind of be so much like too much to track almost or or too many things that are like maybe it's too many temptation foods or or desserts or things that that you tend to overindulge with it can kind of be like Let's throw the baby out with the bathwater kind of thing. Like, I'm not, I'm just going to be off. I'm just going to be off for, for this week or for a couple of days. Or sometimes it turns into longer than you'd expect, like the holiday season. Like we, we've seen people, you know, just get derailed for the whole holiday season. Then it can be really tough to like pull yourself up by your bootstraps and get back on track. Yeah. And that's kind of the starting point. So we had a couple of conversations that have become threads thought threads or conversation threads in mm -hmm. our fasting for life ecosystem. And the first one came in and it was framed in a way that I thought was interesting that could lead to a really cool conversation. So it was someone who said, hey, life's kind of jumped up and nipped me in the bud. I've been MIA, obviously yeah. paraphrasing here, from fasting for a few months. I was doing incredibly well, 
sickness, had life take over, kind of fell off the wagon, like you said, baby out with the bathwater. Mm -hmm. yeah. I want so badly to get back on before the holidays, but I've been struggling to re-engage. Yeah. Why is it so hard to stay focused on your goals and the journey, but so easy once you are back into the routine? Mm. Any tips to help me get back on track? So there's a couple of threads here that are really powerful. And she alludes to what we were just kind of talking to, Tommy, is that this microcosm of the holidays is not this end-all, be-all kind of, oh, if you don't succeed these few months, then you know, your journey's over, just give up. You're just going to be overweight and or yeah. have health concerns or just be stuck forever. Yeah. Or feel like fasting didn't work. Right. On to the next thing. And getting right. off of that dieting mindset, right? So like anything else, if you work it or if you build it, they will come, right? Like the yeah. results will come if you continue yeah. to work the system. So disconnecting and reengaging our mind is the, is the most important thing that we're going to start with talking about. But if we look at what the, the research shows is that the holiday weight gain isn't as big as a contributor to weight gain over decades of life and yeah. to things like the issues, the health issues that come with the weight, which is what we talk a lot about, the insulin resistance, the hormone imbalances, the cardiometabolic issues, diabetes, blood sugar related issues, et cetera, all of those mm -hmm. comorbidities or health concerns that come with carrying that extra weight for all those years. It's the consistent actions throughout the year that matter more. So we're going to zoom out to kind of what you would do, regardless of when this happens, when you're trying to re-engage, and then talk about what to do and what not to do if you're framing out, let's say, a Thanksgiving week or framing out, because I know that just passed, or framing yeah. out a Christmas week, right? Mm, so yeah. let's start with those four points that we had and, and really where to begin to to re-engage and kind of ramp yourself back into what was working when it was working so well for you. Yeah, you know, I'm going to take it back just one step, which is the fact that if if and when you kind of find yourself just just kind of meandering, just kind of like wandering off the track that was working, the 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 initial step is the realization that you're you're doing something like you're you're way over here on left field in left field. Like you're, you're not on the track that chasing you want to be. Yeah. 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 You're kind of chasing the butterflies, but sometimes you're, you're kind of in another world. You don't really realize it sometimes. So, so shortening the time gap that it takes to realize that I'm not doing what I want to be doing intentionally. And then, and then saying to myself, okay, okay, time to get back on track. Right. And that's where this question kind of started. So that would be like step negative one or step zero. And then like, so step one, I feel like is kind of simplifying to get back to the basics and then going, okay, where is my mindset? What, what was helping me in the past with a focused mindset? Like in this case, it's, it's about fasting, right? And so that, that might be listening to an episode of the podcast, doing something that, that helps you kind of get in the right, the right frame of mind and then going, okay, I'm not going to do anything else until I literally go back and you know, listen to one full episode, or maybe it's listen to three full episodes over three days. And then I'm going to put off something else that I would enjoy doing, or I would normally give myself the bandwidth to kind of go do as like a distraction. So that's a discipline piece right there, but it doesn't have to take that much time, but I know that it's going to help get me in the right frame of mind. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, so what I've heard first is the realization that, okay, I'm off track. Yeah. Virtual hog, pat yourself on the back. It's okay. Happens to everybody. Yeah. How do we get you quickly back in? What I just heard you describing there is putting you first. 
whoever mm. you are in this situation, yeah. if you're Sarah here or if you're John or if you're Mike or if you're Fred, my dad, like whoever it is, right? Yeah, yeah. Putting you first, taking those few minutes, that little bit of time, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, you know, getting into that fasting mindset is so important. Mm. It's no different than, you know, if you're like, all right, I'm going to start working out again, but then you don't put out your workout clothes or change into your workout gear. And yeah. you're going to go try to run a mile in winter jackets and, you know, jeans and cowboy boots. <laughs> yeah. Like you're not in the right framework. You're not in the right yeah. gear. You're not in the right outfit for that to actually success. be successful and enjoyable. Yeah. Right. So mm -hmm. I use cowboy boots. We're here in Texas. It dropped below 50 degrees. So everybody's got their winter gear out here. Oh, yeah, of course. Freezing. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Double layered socks and, and boots. Right. That's, my, that's my favorite. But there's no right. snow. So no complaints. So putting you first, whatever that looks like for you to get in that mindset, if, it, yeah. if it's a little bit of planning, if it's whatever that is, the podcast, going to you know, YouTube, listening to an audio, whatever, however you get no different than if you practice meditation, you know, the days that I do it consistently, those days are better overall. Yeah. Like empirical data shows, like <laughs> if you want to ignore the empirical data, that meditation doesn't work because you think it's hokey, then fine. But the data is proof and I am living proof now that if I do it, I'm like, oh, wow, I feel better. But if yeah. I never sit down in a quiet room away from the, you know, three little terrorists that we have in this house <laughs> that we love dearly under six and the three dogs and the and the yeah. distractions and the phone and all of this stuff, then it never yeah. happens. So Easy. getting that's so huge, putting you first and getting in that right mindset. Love it. Love it. Love yeah. it. Love it. And, and then, you know, to, to take that a step further, you need to actually set yourself up so that you can protect that mindset so that you can re-engage with it daily. So maybe like set yourself one thing that I need to do to go, yeah, you know what? That's going to help kickstart me back into the right mindset. But then step two, I need to, to say to myself, like, put it on my calendar. Okay, find the, this, maybe it's the slow time for you of the day, like put aside like 20 minutes, or maybe it's the time that's the toughest to like, to, to actually fast through, like maybe it's the, the, the family dinner time, or maybe it's the lunch time, like, you know, hunger pangs, like stomach rumbling, that kind of thing. Well, then that would be your best time to go. I need to protect my mindset during that time. So let me go. Okay. I'm going to listen to one episode of the podcast. I'm going to listen to 15 minutes of an audiobook. I'm going to take a walk every single day during that time. Like it doesn't have to be big, but it, it's set aside and it's very intentional. And, and I'm, I make sure that I'm, I'm committed to it. And I have a, a reminder that's going to go off every single day. So I have that protection of my mindset. I literally sat in the car when I used to be in clinical practice. I've seen hundreds of patients a day. I would sit in my mm -hmm. car and get my mind right. Just listen to country music. Sometimes it's a podcast. Sometimes it was silence just before I went in yeah. to show up differently for my wife and the kids. Like yeah. it was it was just that little bit. So don't do anything else. Please, 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 please do not be like, all right, I'm going to get back on track by doing a 72 hour fast and set your uh, timer. Yeah. If your I, mindset I, I thought that too. Yep. isn't right for that, then it's not going to work. And if you're sitting here listening, yeah. well, I've been doing OMAD, but now I really can't. OMAD's not really working for me. I'm opening up my window. I'm not making it to my window. Right. Because the framework, just imagine, picture me running in two layers of winter jackets, two layers of pants, <laughs> thermals, and cowboy boots. And I'm out there yeah. trying to do run a mile. Like, mm -hmm. it's not going to be enjoyable and it's not going to happen. I'm, I'm like, no, this is terrible. My feet hurt. I'm giving up. So don't do anything else until you give yourself, you have the realization, 
that, okay, it's happening. I'm ready to, um, let's do it and get in that mindset, whatever that looks like for you. And what I'm hearing there, Tommy, is really the third point, which would be like really getting back to the basics and like setting yes. your timer with a little bit of intention. Ooh, yeah. Hey, y'all, I wanted to take a second and tell you just an incredible story about an amazing company that we've come across recently. Um, and now they are a sponsor of our show. It's airdoctorpro.com. You can head to the website, use a promo code uh, fasting for life to receive up to $300 off. But most importantly, uh, my little guy, my two-year-old has not slept consistently through the night uh, since he was born. We have tried everything you can imagine. He is our third child. And we're just like, what is happening? So we have gone to great lengths, time, money, and effort to figure out um, how we can help him sleep. And uh, the reality is uh, we were pretty much just resigned to the fact that this is how it's going to be until we put the Air Doctor Pro in his room. And I am not joking when I tell you the first night that we put it in his room, he slept through the night. The second night, slept through the night. Now we're up to 35 plus days that he has slept through the night. He has only woken up two times, rather than two, three times a night, two times in the last 35 days and counting. And we are just so incredibly grateful. The reality is uh, we had a feeling that it was something that we were missing and the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air these days. In some cases, up to 100 times more. We spend 90% of our time indoors. And we take 20,000 breaths a day. So what's the solution? An air purifier, a cut above the rest. I'm not going to lie. We have tried others. We've tried other HEPA filters. We've tried other air filters. We have spent the money, and they have not done the results that Air Doctor did in literally the first day that we put it in his room. They filter out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants. That includes pollutants such as allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mite, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. So I don't know what it was that was keeping them up, but it is now gone. So Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe easy money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com. Use promo code fasting for life to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. An exclusive listener um, offer for you as well. You'll receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. That's exclusive to you, the podcast listener, now hearing this in real time. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code fasting for life. You guys know that we are very particular with who we partner with. And if it wasn't for this incredible company and this, the incredible results that we've seen, I would not be encouraging you to head to the website and take advantage of the Fasting for Life promo code. So if you support our sponsors, you are ultimately supporting us. We are grateful for you listening in. And now back to today's episode. Like even if your habits haven't been great lately, like like let's say I, I kind of slid Check back. Yeah, maybe, maybe I've been doing OMAD and that was that was going well. And then all of a sudden, my my meal started to become a window, started to open up a little bit. Maybe I found myself doing two meals a day, but I still have long-term fat stores that I'd like to tap into. So giving myself a, a very hard time to actually tap into those insulin levels are staying high the whole day. Maybe even I, I backslid into three or four eating opportunities in a day, even if it was something that absolutely I don't feel like I'm on I'm on track for fasting, right? right. Like clear. <clears throat> You could still just going into today, if you take the same thing that you did yesterday, you don't have to change a single thing except add in your fasting timer today. That means I just made multiple votes for my subconscious brain that I am a faster, 
I am fasting, even if I'm eating more often than I'd like to. You can work on that as like step two, but set the timer first after we got the mindset right, then put in the the, the timer. And it's a very simple habit, but it, it goes a long way for that simplification and for the the ability to not have to change everything all at once, even in order to like get get things right and get things moving in the right direction. I wonder how many phrases I can, you know, put in here, but Rome wasn't built in a day, right? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. so it's the consistency over the entire calendar year that matters and not mm-hmm. so much because it's the holidays, but we get so hyper focused because yeah. of our recent failures or yes. our dieting mentality or failed patterning of yeah. losing gaining losing gaining stuck losing gaining stuck frustration on off dieting mindset right so from what you just said setting the timer you then can make two small changes from that alone and this is how we start to stack those habits and those positive votes again mm-hmm. is you can then say all right well i'm going to move my one meal an hour later yeah okay great you just now you have two positive votes i'm going to make one better intentional decision Mm-hmm. For a nutrition opportunity rather than a fast food debauchery. Sure. Yeah. Not saying fast food is, you know, the devil and you should never eat it. Right. We got to enjoy our life. Like life without Chick-fil-A is torture. Right. right? <laughs> I only eat it like once or twice a year, but it's it's there and it's part yeah. of it. Right. So it's like right. you can make one better just set the timer. But then from there, it's not a big leap to push my window by an hour, make one better nutrition decision. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you're so a lot closer talk, than, okay. than, than it felt, right? You're yeah. a lot closer to being on track than it felt like in that moment when you're going, the last three months Why have just I been- Why can't I re-engage? Yeah, and they've been all, I've been off the rails for the last three months, right. and then you feel like you want to rip all the Band-Aids off at once, set yep. that 72-hour timer, and like, but, oh man, <clears throat> like, like more often than not, we see it not, not going well, right? Yep. And yep. then, and then that, that just leads to more of the negative psychology and more of the, like, looking back, I, I can't change what happened over the last couple of months. I can only make the next best decision in the moment. So how do I get back on track as quickly as possible and, and do it in a way that, that has momentum, not just a flash in the pan. And, and so to, to go along with those things, reinforcing also the, the last point, which would be a holiday week is, is not, is not the best time to like try to change everything all at once too. Because then that can just be more of the volatile, I'm, I'm trying to do everything completely opposite here, but then I'm also like to be to be that that on or that off and then have a holiday, which is gonna be potentially the most like, it can be the most eating opportunities, overindulgent types of foods everywhere. I mean, I, I've been to some holiday celebrations where it was just, I could have I could have brought in thousands of calories of uh, and like have the highest insulin response like that I would ever imagine really, and then but be over there be in that environment for enough hours to to do it multiple times potentially in a day and like regret it slash enjoy it slash pay for it for the next couple of days feel like I'm off track and then and then have a really really heck of a time like trying to get myself back on. The sweet spot for the holidays, because I I heard a couple of things in there. The sweet spot for the holiday week is not to just push it off and say, oh, I'll start after the holidays. Yeah. And it's not to go crazy hard and restrict and omit everything and be like, I'm going to be the willpower master this week. I'm fasting through Thanksgiving. I'm I'm fasting (laughs) through Thanksgiving and be like, "Uh, not sustainable is my first red flag. Right. And I always joke around this, but but why? 
<laughs> okay, why did I make that decision? But why? Like my toddler, but why? Mm -hmm. but why? But why? But why? But why? So ask yourself this question, but why? So when you make a decision, good or bad, don't even label it. Just be like, but why did I make that decision? Yeah. Why did I? And that uh, starts to tap into the emotional side of things, which is building that healthy relationship and confidence around food. Because we didn't get into the situation where I was 50 plus pounds, overweight, 12 yeah. pounds of visceral fat, big, strong man in the off season belly. Yeah. But I carried it well because I was always the big guy, right? right. Uh, blood sugar numbers <laughs> off the rails, but not diagnosable, but still right. really yeah, bad. Yeah. Blood pressure ticking up, feeling like crap, tired, miserable all the time, right? Yep. Back in the day. We didn't get there by having a healthy relationship or decision making process around our food choices. Sure. Some yeah. of it our own fault by our decisions, sure. some of it yeah. handed down to us, some of it, you know, spewed upon us, right? In <laughs> yeah. all around us in the convenience yeah. and the marketing that we have, right? Yeah. So this time of year, don't push it off and just say, oh, I'll start in December because that's yeah. that old dieting pattern or don't go too hard. So the sweet spot is actually in the middle. And this leads us to the a question that came in was like, well, going into a holiday, what do I do? Right. So mm -hmm. if you've got, let's say Thanksgiving just passed, right? So if you've got multiple opportunities during Thanksgiving week, then you need to put some intentional planning. But through Christmas, you might have mm -hmm. uh, growing up, we went to two different grandparents' houses. We had our home Christmas and breakfast. And then we also went to our aunt's house. Mm -hmm. So those are just four opportunities and Christmas parties, neighbors, yeah. you know, all of this stuff, right? And it's very focused around. The cookies and the cakes and the and the dinners sure. and the, and the hand me down recipes and all that stuff needs to be enjoyed, but during a week of celebration or a holiday week, you know the question came in is like, is it better to do a long fast and break the fast with the actual celebratory meal, like with Christmas dinner? Is it good to fast for forty two hours going into Christmas dinner? If you're a beginner, the answer is no. Or should you treat the holiday like Christmas or Thanksgiving as another OMAD day? and just have a one meal with like a two hour type window, right? And then you have to think about, well, what's the food selection? Am I bringing something that I can overindulge in or indulge to a comfortable level in that mm. I'm going to feel good about? Mm. So that's where we talk about recipe swaps or food yeah. swaps or, hey, I'm bringing the mashed potatoes and you guys don't need to know that I put some healthier stuff in here this year, right? Because <laughs> they still taste good. All right. Yeah. It's like when yeah. we hide vegetables in our pasta sauce for our kids, when we make the bonza pasta, right. they don't know that there's like all their servings of vegetables and those, those yeah. meatballs in that pasta don't tell sauce, them it's chickpeas. Yeah. They don't know. Okay. You don't need to know. Yeah. Right. I always joke. My mom puts different stuff in some of the old recipes that we used to eat growing up. Now that my dad's reverses diabetes, come off 14 medications, no longer on insulin, no longer a diabetic after 30 years. My mom's putting stuff in some meals. He doesn't ask. He doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> He's 72 years old. If you're listening to dad, I love you. And I'm proud of you for making that change, right? Because now you get to see your grandkids for more years than you were on the path for. That's awesome. And we're grateful yeah. for it. But this microcosm of the holiday kind of recipe for disaster is looking at the timing. Should you break your fast going right into the celebratory meal? And then what are you putting in your window and, you know, control what you can control, right? So yeah. Tell yourself before you go in that you're not going to graze the whole time, that you're going to put some loose but doable boundaries and then mm -hmm. think about how you feel about those decisions. Yeah. And then no matter what happens, think about how you feel after the event's mm -hmm. over and yeah. how you performed. Because for me now, 
there are certain foods that I I don't eat Mexican food. I don't like going to Mexican restaurants. I don't I don't eat it because I don't like the way I feel. And I'm not talking about yeah. going off the reservation, eating sure. two two bowls of chips and all that stuff and <laughs> and margaritas, margs, you know, half right. frozen, half 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 not. There's a place here locally that oh my goodness, all you need is one because they're so strong. And then you know the whatever dessert and then the fajita <laughs> combo pack, right? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about making a good healthy you know, protein and fat focused meal. And I still don't like the way I feel after I eat that. So I don't eat it anymore because I don't like it. So this holiday season, you've got your timing, which is a component. You've got your strategy and then you've got your nutrition opportunity or what you're going to be doing during that window as well. Man, I, I love those points because you could literally take over. You could bring whatever you wanted as a, as a dish if you needed to, because you had like, very scrutinizing, you know, food critics that you're going to be around. Just, you know, make make two bowls of the mashed potatoes, make a second dish like it'll be worth it, at least for you to have one that you go, I know I'm going to feel better coming out of this. That's going to be a lower in- insulin response. You know, maybe I just want to stay away from some of the ingredients, you know, that are in the, the usual suspect, you know, that everybody kind of, you know, still wants. You could you could definitely do that. And and just the fact that setting that that intention around like whatever your slippery slope might be like for me it would just be kind of grazing throughout the the environment the eating opportunity it would be if if i didn't set like a specific time window like hey i'm going over to grandma's house let's say we're going to have thanksgiving like lunch but it's kind of like you know we, we might be hanging out over there for for 4 5 6 hours a lot of family around so you know within that that 6 hours i'm probably going to going to pick probably about an hour, maybe an hour and a half max to be able to to put, you know, whatever I'd like to kind of sample on, but I'm, I'm going to draw the boundaries around that so that I don't end up just kind of grazing for for multiple hours, you know? Yeah, I want to make feeling it later. Yeah, absolutely. That's the part, the feeling it later, right? So, yeah. I want to make one thing clear is and don't do a long fast and go right into the celebratory meal if you're yeah. hungry and ravenous. Just like if you're going out for a celebratory dinner for a graduation or a wedding or an inter- whatever, just have a small protein dependent meal, something yeah. small before you arrive because willpower will fade, your hormones, your ghrelin, your leptin imbalance, if it's there, it's going to really wreak havoc and you're going to potentially have the possibility of the overconsumption and the snowball effect. So yeah, good point. a little bit of planning goes a long way. I want to touch on one last thing for today, Tommy, is the how to handle the social aspect of the holidays. Because here's something that we we hear quite often is, wow, you look great. You've lost so much weight, but you're not doing that fasting thing, right? Not that crazy fasting. Dot, dot, dot. So no one cares. What a double-sided, you know. No one (laughs) cares. They pretend to care, but that's only, they only want confirmation that what they do mm. is okay. Or or don't do. Or don't do. Yeah, yeah. They're looking for confirmation. That's what we are. We're selfish individuals. Okay. I'm sorry. Sure. It's just talk <laughs> to my wired. wife. Yeah. Okay. That's how we're wired. We care a lot about survival and ourselves. And I'm not yeah. saying that, you know, a little tongue in cheek there with family, but nobody cares. So I would not encourage you to have the conversation of what you're doing around your air quotes diet. Don't talk about yeah what you're doing, how you're doing. Now, if you've got a fasting buddy there, okay, go sneak outside and talk to them. If they've adopted this lifestyle, 
but nobody knows your goals and your intention. Mm -hmm. So not to shy away or lie about it, but if somebody says, what are you doing? Be like, well, I would love to share it with you because I've been really working hard at this. I feel great. So thank you so much for noticing, but let's plan a time where we can, you know, where I can just tell you the whole story because I really want, I'm really excited about being here and seeing everybody and I just, it's just not the right time, but thank yeah. you so much. I'm super excited about it. I really appreciate you noticing. Yeah. Do you think anybody really wants your best dieting or nutrition advice at Thanksgiving when they're staring staring down the barrel of a pumpkin pie? Like, absolutely not. Like, no. Nobody, they don't really want to hear that. But what they might want to do is, is derail or potentially shy away from or confirm their own hesitation. Biases. Towards, yep. Yeah, towards fasting or something else like that, especially mm-hmm especially if they're not feeling great about their own results right then, which most people aren't. Most people, what they're doing right now is not working. Yeah, and that's so huge because that talks to where we started this conversation today was the reason why I absolutely love Thanksgiving. And some of these conversations have come up because obviously we just went through it, right? Yeah. Especially inside of the coaching group. So, but if I look back to the holidays when I was growing up or when when I was heavier and I wouldn't look forward to it because I knew what I was going to eat, how much I was going to indulge, how I was going to feel yep. about it. But I would but I would always just justify in a way that, oh, it's just the holidays. It's yeah. just, right? Yep. So for me now, I love going into the season because I know the levers that I can pull, mm-hmm. right? In order to feel great, have those connections and those conversations and see yeah. the family and spend time with the loved ones and, and you know, and enjoy the food too. Yeah, and still enjoy myself without feeling all of that negative stuff that I used to yeah. feel. So it's huge. The important thing is focus on the experience, right? Over the food. And everybody focuses on the food, right? Like True. around the holidays. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. And that's okay. That's what how society operates. But if you're gonna get abnormal results and you're gonna be five percent of the population that loses yeah. the weight and keeps it off for at least two years, right? So we're talking about sustainable weight loss, not yep. the 75% of us here in the US that are overweight or obese. And again, not about just the weight, but about the health that comes with it. But if you're yeah. gonna be that, then you have to do something different than everyone else. Yeah. So putting some intention into the holidays and just accepting the compliments, but deflecting the conversation and yeah. abiding by the first two rules of fasting is you don't talk about fasting and mm. You don't talk about fasting. You can yeah. talk about fasting, <laughs> right? On you know January fifth, okay, right. but yeah. not at Christmas Eve dinner. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there's always going to be some. I'm I'm doing something a little bit different, you know. So so part of leaning into a fasting lifestyle and and getting it right will mean that I'm having to lean into you know, being a little bit uncomfortable sometimes, sometimes that is the the deflection part of it, you know, where it's especially if you're, if you're not used to, to putting off a, a conversation or just right. having a, having, having something that, you know, you don't, you don't want to dive into, especially during a holiday that's centered around food, you know, for the most part, it's like, no, 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 no. Like, let's, let's talk about something else right now. You know, like I, I really yeah. want to connect. I know where, I know where this might be going. I'd like to connect on something, you know, better than that. So that's okay. I think that's yep. okay. A little recap here is if this is your first holiday with a fasting lifestyle, keep Mm -hmm. it simple. Don't go too hard and don't push it off. Put some intention into your windows, intention into your food, some soft boundaries so you can enjoy yourself, right? Don't Mm -hmm. put too much pressure on yourself. Avoid the conversations. If somebody says, well, you lost weight, what are you doing? 
doing? Oh, I'm fasting. What? No, don't do yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> if this is your second holiday and you've been adopting a fasting lifestyle and you're somewhere still on your journey, then I want you to reflect back on the previous, think back to the previous years of how you felt going in. Because this year is going to be different. Yeah. It absolutely is going to be different. I go in now with the confidence that I'm not only going to be able to maintain the changes, but I'm still going to be able to make some really good progress during this 60 or 90 day period where it starts with Halloween and goes all the way through the, you know, the new year hangover, right? Where people yeah. start to come back out of their shells in the second and third weeks of January when life gets back to normal and vacations are over and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. So, or maybe after Valentine's day or maybe then like yeah, spring yeah, break, right. or maybe like it all the just kind of birthday or the wedding that we have along. in the spring yeah. Yeah, right. or that vacation we're taking. Right. So I also want to give a shout out to everyone. Cause I know we talk a lot about the holidays. So if you are not celebrating with family, if you are mm -hmm. flying solo, if you've had loss or grief around this time of the year, and that's yeah. something that pulls you back and there's sadness or emotions that come with that, I really sure. want to encourage you to do something for you because yeah. you are worth it. Yeah. That this journey does not need to be done alone. Go to our Facebook community group, drop mm -hmm. some posts, listen to the podcast, send us an email. Uh, yeah. The Facebook community group yeah. is an awesome place to go because it's all people of like mind in the fasting lifestyle. So we also mm -hmm. want you guys to know that you um, are connected, you are connected yeah. right in this process, because isolation is one of those things that can further that emotional connection with food. Yeah. So we really want you guys to know that as well. And Tommy, as we wrap up today's conversation tomorrow, okay, is the last, the start tomorrow, like, yeah. In 24 hours, okay, or <laughs> approximate, whenever this gets released, right? Yeah. Tomorrow is the start of the last seven-day fasting lifestyle challenge of 2022, okay? So excited. So today is December 6th. Tomorrow is December 7th. We are starting mm -hmm. at 11 a.m. inside of the group. And yes, I am dangling the carrot. I have no shame in my game. We <laughs> want you guys to feel supported and to get results and not push it off until after the beginning of the year. Yes. So this is your chance. If any of this resonated with you, if you've had these thoughts, if Thanksgiving went great or didn't, you want to continue the momentum or you want to start it. Now yeah. is the absolute time. Head to the show notes, click the link. It'll bring you to the registration page. Every single day we'll be live in the group. We'll be answering questions. We have resources, recipe packs, fasting schedules, an incredible, we bring you inside of our private VIP coaching group where you are yeah. you are with people that have reached their goals, are maintaining their goals, all the way back to beginners and everything in between. We're in there mm -hmm. live multiple times a week, but during the challenge, literally every single day, twice a day, we go live and then we have a watch party and we are yeah. with you every step of the way. So I don't want you to miss out on this opportunity, Tommy. And hopefully today's conversation will be actionable for most of you. Yes. So, Tommy, as always, yeah. appreciate the conversation, sir. We are gonna see everyone that's listening right now that takes the action, right? That yeah. little decision to go click yeah, yeah. the link and sign up. We'll see you in the group tomorrow at 11 a.m. If not- Absolutely. Make it a great holiday season. Exactly. All right. <laughs> happy you. holidays. Merry yeah, Christmas. happy holidays. Thanks, Merry Tommy. Christmas. <laughs> see ya. So, you've heard today's episode and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day -day life. While you're there, download your free Fast Start Guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life.